You know Dash River Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blitzen. But do you recall, what's that? The most famous reindeer of all. Come on! What's up, everybody? It's your boy Kevo, and you are listening to another edition of Voice of the Kingdom with Kevo and Yo Yo. What a special guest! Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. It's your boy Yellow Boy. Y'all can follow me on Twitter at Yellow Eight One Five. All right, yeah. So we've been trying to connect with the kingdom, and you know, people be faking and shit like that. But Yellow Boy with three eyes hit us up. Said he wanted to do it, so he's here. He is here. All right, yo, uh, what are we going to be covering today? All right, we're going to do a little bit of the Chargers game, a bunch of that bullshit. We're going to cover the Seahawks game, a little bit of that bullshit. All right, so just a lot of bullshit, but it's going to be some productive bullshit. We just go bullshit with y'all. So. Mm-hmm. I'm down with uh, it. All right, all right. All right, so hey, you are guest yellow boy. Uh, give us your little, give us your thoughts on the Chargers game. On the Chargers game, uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you, I'll keep it a hundred. You know, Eric Berry played the first half and held the Chargers. You know, under seven points. It felt like that he was that missing piece to the defense that struggled all year. You know, giving up the most points, basically last in defense. Um, he really adds that chemistry to the defense. You know. And uh, that first half had the Chargers, you know, the offense on lockdown. Like, they couldn't do anything. Interceptions from sacks, you know, the whole nine yards. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look, the only thing I wish about that is they saw how effective the defense was with Eric Berry on the field. They saw how ineffective it was without him on the field. Mm -hmm. I know he was playing pitch snaps, but shit. You saw, like, he at least being there for the second half of the fourth quarter. If Yeah, if the defense was going to fold like that, I'd rather him play the second half instead of the first. Bingo. That's that's where I was. Um, I, I do want to draw a little controversy out real quick. So, we all in agreement that the defense looked better because, like you said, they held him to seven points. Now, I'm going to tell you who this looks – this looks really bad on Bob Sutton, like, and I would even to a certain extent argue Emmett Thomas and Al Harris because we saw multiple times, especially after the game where people were posting videos and 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 gifs or, or whatever of it, where he was yelling to get guys in position. Mm-hmm. And he ain't played a full game in two years. So, I mean, he's been – he's a 10-year veteran of the system, but that's ridiculous. And that's an indictment – on Bob Sutton and that defensive staff. And I think that's what ends up being the final nail in the coffin for Bob Sutton. That game right there. Most definitely. Most definitely. I don't think that was his, you know, like as a safety, they see everything, you know, like, okay, you got to switch some around, but doing it like basically on every down, like players look like they're out of sync, you know, that shouldn't be his job. That's why we have the defensive coordinator. And, you know, that's, that's just crazy. Yeah, that was unacceptable, and it was a really bad look. I mean, it, it gives you hope that with him pe- playing a full game, that the defense will probably be right, but it was not a good look, like, at all. 
at all. Um, your boy Chris Jones, hot cocoa, two and a half sacks. Was he second in the league in sacks now? That's crazy. Eleven and a half. Yeah. He don't. Like, I mean, he get the he don't get the respect he deserves clearly. But I'm telling you, he's top notch. He gonna be top notch. And you know what? Good thing they raising cap space because we gonna have to pay that man a lot of money. A lot of money. Oh man, a lot of them. Yeah, he's got 14 and a half sacks in the season. Holy shit! Man, <laughs> like, like that's crazy for a three-four defensive end. Like man, like dude showing the hell out, showing the hell out this year. I've been one of the few bright spots on the defense, so that's been it's been a blessing in disguise. From the show out finally. Um, real quick, yo. So you just brought up him getting paid. So, so him and Tyreek are both free agents after next year, right? Mm-hmm. And and both of them will probably get paid pretty good money. Now, let me ask you this, because one of them is going to get a big extension this off season. Who do you? Okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my two cents on it. I think they should extend Tyreek Hill because since he came in the league, he's shown that he's a threat and he's gotten better and better every year. And I think he's a top three or four wide receiver in the league. So I extend Tyreek Hill and I make Chris Jones play out next year just just so we can know that this is not a fluke. And then you franchise him and work on a deal after that. Because mm-hmm. Tyreek shows, you know. He showed he had a thousand yards, over a thousand yards last year too. So, like you, you can throw that money his way. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think they've both earned a payday. But just with Tyreek, we have a better, you know, the longer track record of it. Hmm. So, I mean, that's just like he has eleven touch, eleven receiving touchdowns, thirteen hundred yards, on eighty catches. That's so, crazy. Like it's it's mind blowing. Um. What did you, what did y'all think about the offense in the game last week? Look, I was at the game. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. I just so when Ty look when Tyreek dropped that ball in the end zone, and to mm-hmm. physically like to, with my own eyes see Pat like put his hands up and was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like everybody was like, "Fuck!" Like I swear, like I feel I felt the, it got a little colder. And mm-hmm. it started blowing a little harder. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I don't." Because I mean, not saying that. Hey, you know, if he had caught that ball, we would have won. Because clearly, defense didn't give a fuck about if we was winning or losing. But I was just like, that could have been like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially since they saying like, because I mean, our offense plays better when Sammy is on the field, and Sammy don't ever be on the field. So that's true. Yeah, it's just one of them things where it's, I, I didn't think he would be this big of a a piece in the offense like that important already, which, mm-hmm. is, which is crazy because, you know, they keep saying Andrew's offense takes like three years to really get acclimated with. And he's I mean, we don't know what all he's picked up on, but it's obvious he's picked up on enough to where it's it's obvious it's, when he's not not out there, it seemed like they clicked just like that, just from all practice, the off season, like like he's been on there for like years already, and they they clicked just like that. Yeah, so. yeah, it's been impressive. Now let me ask you this, because I think my answer is going to be different from both of y'all, but we'll see. 
who lost? Okay, who would you hold more responsible for the loss, the offense or the defense? Mm. You know, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead with, you know, at the same time, Mahomes did take the blame for it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think if offense did convert for that, you know, on first down instead of punting the ball. You know, easily, I think it was like a coaching decision. I think they should have went for it. Yeah. They knew. I think they knew that defense was going to drive down the field, in which they did. So, mm-hmm. I think they should have just went for it. But you know, it's ooh, that's like it's like a fifty-fifty right there. You know. Yeah. All right, yo. What about you? Look, I'm a I'm a blame the defense as you well. No, no, no. I'm a blame. The secondary. You're blind the secondary. Except Kendall Fuller. Mm-hmm. Except on that last snap. Poor child. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. Look, Dan and Ron Parker gotta go. And what's crazy is I was super hype on Ron Parker coming back. Like I saw him, I went to the Chargers game last year that was on a Saturday night, and I saw Ron Parker get them, I think he got two interceptions or one interception. I was like, yeah, bruh. And when he got cut in the offseason, I was like, damn. Then all of a sudden, you coming over here like you fucking 80, and you don't, you can't see. Like, I'm like I'm fed up. And Dan, why is he here? He, like, wasn't he on IR? Yeah. He lost. Yeah. He can go back there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just on, on on Dan Dirty Dan real quick. I, I mean, I would like to believe if they knew this is the kind of production they'd get, they would have just left him on on IR, so that way they'd have a spot for um, uh, what's his name, Armani Watts and LDT to come back. But you know, because they use one of those spots, only one of them can come back. Right. But um, I am gonna blame the loss on the offense. Because that second half, you know, that first that first touchdown they got in the second half, they drove down and got a touchdown. That second one, without all them penalties, they're not scoring there. Like, like that was a crazy-ass drive. But the offense in the second half just looked lethargic and lazy. And, and like you were saying, they didn't go for that fourth down, which I think everybody in the stadium, and it was watching the game, just knew that they would have and probably should have because we knew – Always gonna happen. Yeah, like, we know what's gonna happen. But with that being said, we this defense is not gonna change. Like when once we saw that Eric Berry was not gonna be on the field in the second half, we knew it was the same old shit. So the offense should have, Andy should have kept calling aggressive plays, and the offense should have converted. Like we knew once Eb wasn't coming back on the field that we we're gonna have the same shitty ass defense, and the offense. I don't want to say flat out no show, but they were really bad in the second half. Yeah. But what gives you, and I say but, I mean, it also once again reinforces the fact that it don't take much. Like, this team cannot be going full strength or be playing their best and can still be in the game. Like, they lost by a point, you know, as frustrating as it is. Like if they, you know, they convert one or two first first downs that fourth quarter, the game's over with. Right. But but I felt it in my soul when we got that last touchdown, with eight minutes left. Like if they don't, because I just felt 
They're going to come down and score. But I'm like, okay, we get two first down games over. It's just not going to be enough time, even if they get the ball back. Mm-hmm. But when they got the ball back with four minutes left, I'm like, they're going to tie the fucking game. They're going to go for the win. Like, I could feel it. I didn't say shit, but I actually I told my wife, like, they're going to they're gonna tie the game and go for two. Right. She's like, that don't make no sense. I said, no, they're on the road, and they're trying to finally get over the hump. They're going to go for the win. And we all know what happens. Um, Bro, I was in the – I swear I was in the drunkest section of Arrowhead. And I was talking probably <laughs> to the only sober person in my section. And I was like, yo – if only four seconds, just block it. And of course, I was like, okay, well, I was like, it's too cold to go into overtime. Of course, I jinxed us. Mm. I was like, when they went for two, I was like, yo, and just watching him be wide, completely open. He caught that mug. Arrowhead was silent. Yeah. Didn't nobody say a word. <laughs> I just looked. I was like, and all the drunk people was falling over. And I was just like, yo. I told my dad who I went to the game with, I was like, yo, let's just go. Let's let's just go. And I sat in that traffic for an hour and a half just mad. Hey. We've all, I mean, being Chiefs fan, we've all experienced that shit. But that the, from the looks of it and the looks of Kendall Ford's reaction, that was scandalous, dude. Like that was that, and where I've watched replays of it, like it looks like they were just supposed to swap guys, yeah. and Scandrick just completely whiffed on it, like miscommunication or wasn't sure or whatever. But I, I mean, I'm not saying the play is any different because he 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 could still catch the ball, but if Eb's out in the field, everybody knows your assignment, and I think it's probably. I mean, I, I think we're all in agreement that if Eric Berry plays the second half, we win that game. Exactly. And it's probably a blowout. Like, oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, like they they had they had first like the way Sunday played out, like they would have pretty much had two weeks off if they'd have won that game. But, I was looking around and like you know after halftime, I was like, okay, it's time because I number one, I didn't see like you know. It, when you watch games at Arrowhead, you got to be like, who did that? Mm-hmm. Who, who mm-hmm. said who? <laughs> so, like, when, like, I didn't really see or hear Eric Berry's name be mentioned in, like, the second quarter. So then, finally, when I looked on the sideline and I saw Eric Berry with his do-rag on, I was like, hold up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I, I almost became distraught. And I went to Twitter and I saw, uh, who was it? Uh, either BJ or Matt or one of them guys say, oh, he's done for the night. I was like, done for the night. And I just wish, like, you know, he made, like, a decision on that last drive. He was like, yo, let me help this shit. Yeah, and I mean, at that point, because he'd been sitting down an hour and a half, you don't, and it's cold, I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't want to, I mean, I get it, you don't want to risk injury. Like, the, me thinking with my mind, okay, you know, once they decided he wasn't going to play second half, it was a smart decision, but just being the Chiefs fans that we are, like, nah, what the fuck were you at? Like, why, yeah. why weren't you out there? You got to be in. You got to be out there. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that was a little frustrating, but I mean, it is what it is. No, yeah. when in his uh, interview afterwards, he just he said, "I didn't feel it in my spirit, bro. I was distraught." Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said that shit, and I'm like. Yeah, now that's some shit you say. Like, if we would have won, be like, 
but after after that heartbreaking loss, like you keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what? That's their fault, not mine. Right. Like this man getting paid and he wanna just say he ain't feeling it in the spirit. Yeah, fuck it. Your spirit. <laughs> Look, I go to work every day and I don't feel that shit in my spirit. But listen. Oh, I listen. oh my God. Shit, I feel you on that. All right. Well, well let's are right, we gonna that's behind us now, so we're gonna focus on Sunday. Sunday oh, night hold football. On. Oh, go ahead. What you got? Chargers. Shout out to y'all winning y'all Super Bowl. Thank you for making t-shirts. Making t-shirts and hats Man. and shoes and shit. What's wrong? Oh, with this? pathetic ass shit. Posted videos of a dude crying in a ball. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what? The... Like, oh, mm. shit, sad. Shit Parade sad. is tomorrow. <laughs> just, hey, I just want to let everybody know that the, the Philip Rivers Avid is gone. You know, I, you know, back to the original <laughs> picture. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the first time I saw it, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What is that? Oh, my God. He must have lost his band. <laughs> Nobody took me serious for a whole week, but I'm glad Bro. it's over with. Yeah, we've been there. Been there. Yeah. All right, so we're going to look forward to the Seahawks game. So we got Sunday Night Football in Seattle. The I'm done with these primetime shit, but let's go. All right, so... What are we thinking here? How do y'all um how do y'all feel about the Travis Kelsey and Bobby Wagner matchup? Ooh. That's gonna be a huge matchup. Like uh I was sitting here taking a couple hours ago taking notes about like like where could we exploit them? Mm-hmm. Because I mean because you know, this ain't the Legion of Boom no more. But like we don't know how healthy Tyreek is. Like I mean, I'm sure he's healthier than he was after that Ravens game. But like, if he's not fully a hundred percent, who knows? But if Bobby Wagner, like I love Bobby Wagner. Like, Me too. I love Bobby Wagner. Like I love Bobby <laughs> Wagner. Like like every down linebacker, great gets a run in the past. Like I like Bobby Wagner. He's like he's like the Eric Berry on you know what I'm saying on their team. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 if Veach could ever find a way to pull off that trade, oh my God, I'd be all for that shit. I'd be all for that. <laughs> not a prediction, guys. Not a prediction. Mm, yeah, not a prediction. I'm just saying, if he could. But, I mean, you got an elite tight end going against an, an elite linebacker. I'm, <sighs> I don't know, because I was sitting there thinking, because. I mean, I don't know because uh, Seattle's Seattle secondary is not that good. Uh-uh. Like Sherman's gone, or Thomas, Earl Thomas. Sorry, broke his leg. <laughs> like you know, like if Kelsey is not guarded by Bobby Wagner, I'll say eighty percent of the time, I think he could have a field day, mm-hmm. and probably should. But if Pete Carroll and them have you know Wagner on Kelsey. Uh, like I think it's gonna it's gonna be a hell of a matchup, and we'll really be able to see how great of a tight end Kelsey is. Because like like we've seen him beat up on you know these average guys, but he he ain't played against Bobby Wagner at an elite. You know at least Travis Kelsey ain't played against Bobby Wagner. So we'll see. I'm excited for that matchup. Who's that one? Who? Let me make sure. Who is going to cover? Um, what's his name? Who's going to cover Doug Baldwin? I'm. Mm, that's uh. 
if Kendall Fuller doesn't play, there was talks about uh, what's his name? Chaver- is it Chavarius Ward? Yeah, Chavarius, Chavarius, I don't know, number 35. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the guy saw Kendrick's number, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I don't know. Uh, man, I don't know. Like I, I feel like like I was watching the what was it? Who did the Seahawks play? The Forty Niners. Forty Niners. No, no, wait, the one that was prime time that oh. we all watched. That oh, the Vikings. Watched. Yeah, like I just watch him flawlessly catch these balls and expose um, Xavier Rhodes or whoever was playing in their yeah. secondary, and I was like, holy shit! I mean, he gonna eat like. Because, I mean, one thing we know in Southern defense, a cornerback ain't moving around. We're going to so, give up yards regardless. We just going to feel like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we just got to accept the fact we're going to give up yards to Baldwin. Um, it's just some other no-name. Well, Tyler Locke is really good as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's, I mean, it's one of them things where I, uh, stop the run, which is asking a, a lot of his defense. It's asking a lot of his defense. Yeah, because they put but, on the average they put up about one thirty a game. So, <laughs> like the Seahawks are the number one rushing offense in the league, so we know they're a run first team at this point. Yeah. So, I think it's one of them things where you have. To, I mean, guys got to tackle. I mean, that, that, I mean, that's the biggest thing I've noticed about our run defense is that you know guys aren't wrapping up. You know when. You've got a guy for a three-yard loss. He shouldn't be getting a five, six-yard gain. Mm-hmm. If somebody whiffed on a on a tackle or just didn't tackle him at all, so you, I mean, I would. I mean, this is this is crazy to sound crazy to say, but I would make Russell Wilson beat you. Like, like he doesn't have you know the weapons he used to have, right? And that offensive line. I mean, from what I've kind of heard, you know, listening to, you know, guys talk about the Seahawks. It's, I mean, it's not as bad as it has been, but it's still not a great offensive line. So Yeah. Russell so, Wilson be getting beat the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, he was getting sacked. I was watching that so, game. So. Yeah, so they need, to, they need to do it. They need to find a way to get them and, and, you know, second and long, third and long, so Chris Jones and Houston and, and Ford can pin their ears back. And get after them. Mm-hmm. I mean, if only Bob Sutton lets them. <laughs> They're only as good as our coordinator. Yeah, and I, I mean, what's even more impressive? I mean, I don't, you know, I don't watch tape. I don't go back and watch tape like that. But from just what I've seen, is that like a lot of the the pressure they're getting is just you know. Regular, you know, just a regular three, four, five man rush. Like, it, like they don't when they they don't blitz much as it is. Mm-hmm. When they do blitz, it works, which is frustrating. While they don't do it more, but at the same time, they do get a lot of pressure when they're not blitzing though either. So, you know, who knows? But I think they have to stop the run is the most important key to this game. Stopping the run. Yep. Like they stop the run, make Russell Wilson pass. And I like our chances a lot. So, I don't know. Things still looking shaky for me. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, no matter what this defense, I just take solace and I, and I, you know, am happy about the fact that the defense looked considerably better when Eric Bear was on the field. 
And yeah. I, I think he'll play almost the whole game this week. You know, probably play a half against the Raiders. And, you know, playoff time comes. He's, that, he's out there for all four quarters. So, 100%. So, I can live with, you know, them not being great because they haven't been great in two, what, two, three years anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, one thing to look at, let's talk about the offense real quick. Uh, I looked up this. The Seattle has given up the fourth most receiving yards to running backs. Mm. And Daryl, not Daryl, Damian showed the fuck out last week. Man, so he's the, he's quick too, and man, he take off. So that I mean that could be a, a key matchup because if if Bobby Wagner is on is on you know is on Travis Kelsey, then I like Damian Williams against any safety or or linebacker that got to throw at him. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's got power to him too. Yeah, yeah, like he fucking trucked during Williams last week. Man, I mean, it got called back, but he trucked his ass. Oh, and, but when we were getting touchdowns by someone scoring from the run, I was like, "Who is that?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've definitely made the loss of Kareem Hunt a little easier. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's been nice because well, most most people think we're out of sync now because you know we lost Kareem Hunt. Now we ain't you know we ain't as explosive as we were in the beginning of the season. Um. Yeah. But then again, we got injuries like with Sammy Watkins. With him playing, it opens everything up because you yeah. don't have to worry about him. Yep, I agree with you. I think Sammy Watkins is a bigger loss than Kareem Hunt. I mean, right. just, just me personally. I, like, I, I mean, Kareem put up numbers, but I, I think his biggest contribution was situations like last week where, you know, he's getting that extra five yards or whatever to close out a game. You know, he was a closer. So, mm-hmm. You know, watching that fourth quarter, I'm like, damn, Kareem, it had been Kareem time. And, man, bruh. But, you know, it is what it is. I ain't what it ain't. So I'll let that go. But do we want Jordan Lucas to play? Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I do, voice. It's <laughs> like, I don't know if he, I don't know if he fucked Bob Sutton's daughter or something. Or, or <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know what he did. But that man ain't seen the field in weeks. And I don't understand why, considering what we've seen from the safeties before Eric Berry came back. Like Yeah, I don't I don't know why he's not playing. I did I didn't hear anything or I mean just from my opinion, like it I mean it's obvious that Andy's a loyal guy or else Bob Sutton wouldn't be here. And I think Bob's the same way. You know, mm-hmm. the, the old guys are stuck in their ways. And I'm sure he has love for Ron Parker, but it like like Ron Parker is not the same Ron Parker from three years ago. Right. Like he's just not like you just have to accept that. Like he's like I think physically his body just he's getting old. Yeah, it's I mean, crazy that's... because not to cut you off. It's crazy because in 2014, 2015, the Chiefs defense was in the top ten and mm-hmm. under oh Bob God. Sutton. And I, I'm just trying to figure out like what changed. You know what I mean? Like what what's going Everything. on? I mean, it just I think Bob Sutton's one of them defensive coordinators where. Like the talent speaks, speaks you know bigger volumes of what his play calling does, or you know the position he's putting them in. Like you have to have, I can't remember who on the radio said this a while ago, but it stuck with me. Like you got to have Bob Sutton proof players, like a Justin Houston or Eric Berry, where the talent is gonna completely overshadow his deficiencies as a play caller. Right. It was so crazy. Eric Berry didn't even play. What was that? Was that fourteen? 
He didn't even play that year. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, they had a productive – like, who was who still – Tyvon Branch was still here. Like, they had good safety oh, players yeah. still. Yeah. And, it, like, now it's just, just – just watching the guys – because there's talent on this defense, which really leads me to believe – because guys just don't – like, Anthony Hitchens, like, like he's never been a great mm-hmm. like, all-pro linebacker. But but he's been a really good linebacker, and with Dallas, and you're telling me, you know, he, he's now in the athletic time of his career, and he just completely just fell off the face of the earth, like the bitch is flat or something like that. Like, <laughs> like I really, I got hope. He retires, you know, quote unquote retires, and we get to see like Todd Bowles come in, because I think we'll be shocked. Because, I mean, we'll still have a lot of the same guys. I, I mean, I'm sure Scandrick will be gone and a couple yeah. other guys will be gone. Oh, yeah. But I'm curious to see what guys like Hitchin and Raglan and Kendall Fuller look like in, in somebody else's system. Because mm-hmm. I think. Who is Reggie Raglan? Because who is he? Because he ain't showed up. Shout out to Delta for ruining that guy's season. She ain't going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. He, I mean, he looks. I don't know. He just looks really slow. Yeah. I don't know if it's conditioning, play calling, but guys just look lost, like like confused. Like it just. Eric Berry looked lost out there too. He was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, he was like, "I can't get jiggy with this shit." Like for them, for them being confused and lost, he was lost with him. He like, "Fuck, we just gonna go with the flow." Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> fuck what Bob's son talking about. We gonna do what we want to do. <laughs> See, and it worked, and it worked, which, okay. is, which is why Bob Sutton should be like, fuck, I suck at this. <laughs> like, this dude ain't played a full game in two years and got guys lined the fuck up, making plays, getting sacks, getting interceptions. Like, like he, he out there coordinating and playing and babysitting at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, real quick, uh, we talk about player coaches. I read – an article or something that like Derrick Johnson was offered the linebackers post position after we cut him. Uh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was just a rumor. I thought it was no. no uh, he was who was he on? He was on uh, like it was either on Colin Cowherd or like somebody's always hating on the Chiefs. But yeah, I saw it a couple of days ago, and, and yeah, he's he's he said that Andy Reid offered him the position, but you know he thought he had something left in the tank, but so. Y'all be watching your little Instagram videos of him training on the beach. I'm like, boy. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, like, just let it go. Just, like, hey, just come here. Hey, can you call defense? Like, we got a spot for you. But, all right. So, all right, Yellow, what needs to happen for the Chiefs to win this game? To be realistic, I'm hoping that – I'm hoping that Eric Bay – uh, Eric Berry plays all four quarters, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm guessing maybe like three, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's the case, I'd rather have him come in in like you know the second quarter and finish out. Um, okay. But it's it's pretty much going to be on defense. You're, you know, Mahomes going to have to, you know, score at least thirty five to win that game. You know, the average for them is thirty five. Mm-hmm. These Seahawks on their average they score twenty five. Um, so it's pretty much, you know, the, the offense got to get clicking, like, right away. You know, they score right away. 
and they close out the game. Yep. All right, yo, what about you? Man, we got to start early again. Mm-hmm. And what we can't – Andy got to keep his foot on the gas. He Listen, we scored 20, 21 points is the death sentence for us at the half. Like, he'd be like, ooh, we up 20 or we up 14. Let me relax a little. Right. See, this is why I be talking about. I just wish guys would go out there and be like, "Yo, fuck all this, let's play." <laughs> but like, we gotta start early. Mahomes is. I feel like the O line is gonna have to co- uh, protect him so we can get like so he can make those throws. Because I was watching uh, the Saints game and Drew Brees just chilling in the pocket. I was like one one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand, and I was just watching that man. And I was just like, he just kicking it. Like, he didn't have to run or nothing. And I was like, if we have an O-line that can actually protect Pat, I think he can get a lot of shit done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, the, the O-line needs to, to step up. Is They had a rough game last week. Uh, Add an but, S to that. Yeah. <laughs> game. It, it, yeah, last couple of weeks have been rough for the offensive line. Last couple of games have been really rough. Yeah, he ain't been uh, getting time. And he still found a way to make plays. So here's here's my key to the game. Hold Seattle, hold Seattle on a two hundred yard rushing, mm-hmm. and they'll win. And yes, I'm breaking my word. I'm making a promise because you know what? Because you know what? They have. I've I've made a prediction in the last what month or so, and they're like two and two or like something like that. Like so, I'm going oh, to Lord. break the mold here. And I'll make a prediction. The Chiefs are going to win 38-28. And we're going to hold them on 20 yards rushing. I like that. I like that. All right. I'll put the, I'll put the prediction in the prayer box. The in the prayer box. Like a, listen. Hey, make a prediction on the Chargers game, Kev. Oh. Oh, on Saturday, that game? Oh, Ravens flock. Hashtag Ravens flock. Y'all got this. Be great. <laughs> Be great, Ravens. Be great. Do y'all thing. Do us a solid. I know we ain't help y'all out much, but do us a solid. And and shut them Chargers fans up. That's all I got on that. Um, Yellow, who is your league MVP? Oh, you already know. It's Mahomes without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yo. <laughs> it's already like it's Mahomes. Like it doesn't <laughs> – when you look at the stat line, it doesn't make sense that anyone else – and that's that's crazy. I, it's like, and I just seen a stat like you know for the most points scored by a team, you know like Manning six oh six, Rogers five sixty, Brady five eighty nine in their years, and they were all won MVP. And we mm-hmm. on the pace to score five seventy, you know, mm-hmm. and all those guys won MVP. Like I like I tweeted earlier, like I said, if Brady had those numbers like Mahomes had. He already already got the award week thirteen, you know. What mm-hmm. I mean? So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, if Bill Belichick was the coach of the Chiefs, he probably would have shattered every single one of them scoring records. Yeah, but, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, Andy's a gentleman and cares about feelings and shit. But, um, of course, BDP is a league MVP. Like, I, like, the fact that people keep trying to find ways to keep Drew Brees in the conversation when he's been horrible for the last month. You know, or now for, for what about Philip Rivers? Philip Rivers has not outplayed Patrick Mahomes this year. Exactly. Like, like, let's just be honest here. Like, 
yes, we have the same record, and yes, Phillip Rivers beat up on the worst defense in the league, you know, the last eight minutes of the game. Like, good for him. Like, they, they got a big win in Arrowhead finally, so good for him. I'll give him that, but he's not league. He's not. He's not the most valuable player in the NFL this year. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Patrick Levon Holmes, and it's not even a question. So that's all I got. Uh, Yellow, you got anything else you want to add to this? Uh, I think that's all I got right now. Make a prediction. What you got for the score? Oh, I had uh, what I had forty-one twenty-eight. Forty-one twenty-eight. Chiefs, right? Yep. Just had to clarify that. All right, yo, what you got for a score? I got a solid 37. No, 38. 37. 30. One of them. <laughs> to a smooth 14. Cheap. Smooth 14. Oh. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Say that score again. What is it? 38? 30, yeah, 38 to 14. Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. You had a blowout. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, I fucks with it. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right. So we're going to wrap this up. Yellow, thank you for coming on the podcast. All right. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. Appreciate it. Make sure y'all follow your boy. Yellow boy with three eyes. Can I read one, two, three eyes? Yes. At yellow815 is the handle. Yo, any parting words? Uh, make sure y'all have a merry fucking Christmas and a happy fucking new year and (laughs) we out